In this podcast, we talk about the chakras and their relationship to the endocrine glands, the glands that distribute hormones in our bodies. Each chakra is related directly to one of the seven glands. And just like the endocrine glands want to create chemical balance in our bodies, the chakras want to create an energetic balance in our relationships, in our lives. Understanding how the two relate to each other, endocrine glands and chakras, is super empowering for helping us regulate optimal health and joyful experience in our lives. Maybe you've heard of hyperthyroidism or hypothyroidism. So the thyroid gland, which is related to the throat chakra, is a gland that regulates our metabolism and chemical reactions in the body. It also helps regulate the amount of calcium that flows through our blood. Now, hypothyroidism is when the thyroid gland is sluggish. Hyperthyroidism is when the thyroid gland is overactive. And when we think about the throat chakra, which is relating to the strength of our ability to speak clearly and to speak our truth. Often when our truth is spoken with too much heat or anger, it becomes judgment. And this would be related to uh, hyperthyroidism, a little too much heat, uh, too much fire, a fast metabolism. And generally this is a person who has a very difficult time with stillness and with trusting the flow and is pushing and working themselves to exhaustion and often can be a very opinionated person taking their own personal truth um, beyond its mix in the diverse community into judgment, into a harshness. And so just with that simple Uh, example, you might see how the chakras can be seen as very much in direct relationship with the endocrine glands. And then somebody who perhaps has hypothyroidism or a sluggish thyroid may have slower metabolism, that is less fire of digestion, less fire to process what is coming into the body or what is coming into one's life. And this might be a person who just can't find the motivation to make things happen or perhaps has lost their sense of power to make something happen or to believe that their truth or their ideas are worth hearing, are worth saying. And so in healing, when we understand this relationship, if we are tending to a a sluggish thyroid gland, we might also consider how we might develop a stronger, clearer voice to speak our own truth, but keep it in balance so that speaking our truth doesn't become um, judgment of others' truth. It stays in that beautiful balance of speaking clearly what is our truth, speaking clearly our ideas without having to judge anyone else out of the picture and allowing that 
strength of diversity to exist. But let's look in general at how the endocrine system works to get a good understanding of how it relates in general to the flow of energy through the chakras and through the body. It's such a fascinating thing, the human body, such a an example of the brilliance and the goodness of source energy. So the chakra system or the endocrine system is um, it's a feedback loop and, and the chakra system is too. But there is a master gland called the pituitary gland that is constantly reading the blood, seeing what is needed to keep it in balance. Um, so the pituitary gland um, is, sits next to the hypothalamus, and the hypothalamus is, is basically the factory that takes from the blood um, amino acids and, and, and bits of, of types of cholesterol and makes the, the hormones. It's the little hormone factory. And then the pituitary gland is, is reading the ticker tape of the blood and deciding um, what to ask the hypothalamus to make, thyroid, to get some more T3 and T4 in the blood. And then once the thyroid gland has received the TSH, which is its indication to squeeze out some T3 and T4 into the blood, then the pituitary gland would detect that It's because it's constantly reading the blood. And then it would tell the hypothalamus, all right, we're good on TSH right now. So all of this in very refined and minute um, detail is happening moment by moment. And the same is, is true for the energy of the chakras. If we would breathe and listen in, see, whenever we voluntarily, deliberately want to align with this great intelligence that's keeping us in balance and in optimal health and joy, uh, the process becomes more powerful, becomes quicker and easier and we're less likely to fall into those the darkness of, of forgetting or disempowerment. And so the pituitary gland, the master gland, which is related to the seventh chakra, um, is, again, regulating the flow of chemistry in the body. The pineal gland is related to the the Ajna chakra, the third eye, and the pineal gland regulates um, the uh, neurotransmitters serotonin and melatonin. It, it does other things too, but, but this is basically um, its function to decide when it's time to uh, move energy in the body and when it's time to start to let the body come into dream state, into rest. And if you think about the third eye and the visioning that we do, a lot of it during the day is in reaction to what is happening in the outer world. So per perhaps you've had the experience of you have quite a to-do list to get through, and so as you're driving to start your chores, you're visualizing, oh, well, first I'll go to the market and then I'll stop off at the drugstore and pick up those pills. And then, oh, I'll 
then I'll go to the vet and pick up the puppy and then oats off to school. To, so you're visualizing how your to-do list is going to unfold and you're using your Ajna Chakra to do that, you know, to, to get the energy and the organization to get the things done for the day. Or if you're working on a project at work, same kind of thing. Now, when, when the doer during the day is overusing the Ajna Chakra and we don't allow the dreamer at night to use that vision center to, from the inside, create dreams of what's coming, then we end up sort of getting stuck in the doing. And this is when we tend to dream about the events of the day rather than letting our dreams be more rich with fantasy or rich with futures that haven't yet manifested. And so you can kind of get a sense of the balance if we let ourselves have a nice mellowing at the end of the day such that we can release from the busy thoughts of the day and visions of, of the doer then we're able to segue more into that internal focus and use the Ajna Chakra to develop dreams about where we'd like to go, dreams of of the big next level things. Um, and, And that's a nice way to balance that sixth chakra. And you can get a sense of how those hormones of um, or neurotransmitters from the pineal gland would help us uh, in balance to um, balance our our dreamer and doer uh, vision and visualizations. And then uh, the fifth chakra again, the thyroid, and we've talked about that, how metabolism, the fire of the body, and also is related to the clarity of speaking one's truth without getting super opinionated and judgmental. Now the fourth chakra is uh, related to the um, thymus gland, and this is where we develop growth hormone. And the thymus gland is interesting because it is... um, large until we're about 25 and then it begins to diminish and many people believe this is because uh, we do most of our growing from uh, zero to 25 and then we're more plateauing but there we have seen variations in the the size of the thymus gland depending on um, how open we're willing to stay how innocent and um, willing and eager and hungry that we're willing to stay in receiving new knowledge for universal good yeah Uh, and so each time we decide to seek large bodies of new knowledge this growth the growth hormones and uh, the thymus gland is stimulated and especially when that um, knowledge we want to apply it for for greater good for the expansion of humanity Um, so many of the philanthropists have of the world you know mother Teresa, gandhi martin luther king jr had probably very active thymus glands and um, 
so keeping your, your, your heart very open and your creative energy inclusive of your community and your world is a nice way to balance the heart chakra and balance the flow of uh, a growth hormone in the thymus. And then we have the third chakra related to the adrenal glands. And the third chakra is uh, the Manipura chakra, and that's our personal will. And you can get a sense of how personal will, when it's taken to an extreme, there'll be a pushing, um, an idea that it is only my will that will get me what I want. I have to work really hard to get what I want, and I have to be pushy about what I want in order to make it happen. And you even just thinking about that as you're hearing those words, you get a sense of how the adrenaline and the adrenal glands can become overactive with that type of attitude. And then, of course, the opposite is a retracted third chakra and a a retracted personal will where you feel that your own desires or your confidence to create as an individual is... um, not important or not possible. And, and this is when um, we've, we have that sort of chronic fatigue feeling, the opposite of the overactive um, uh, adrenals. So if you're balancing your overactive adrenals, you might want to think energetically about how you're never alone. You don't need to figure it all out yourself. And really the the greater joy in any personal creation is to be able to share it with those around you and and feel that it is benefiting those around you as well as bringing you joy. And so that's a nice way to feel the energetic balance of calming overactive adrenals. And often people who are drinking a lot of Red Bull or coffee and are they're, those are generally people who have this sort of script in the background that's going, there's not enough, there's not enough, I need more energy, I need more energy, I have to um, push harder, I have to work harder, things will fall apart if I don't keep going, going, going. And, and that sort of attitude can re- lead to um, uh, adrenal exhaustion. Um, yeah, and also it doesn't allow us to have really a sense of peace and enjoy the ride. Now, the sex glands are related to the second chakra, of course, and um, balance there is, uh, it's, it's a very personal thing, but we certainly get the sense that when we are too focused in... Um, in sexuality and defining our worth through our sexual prowess that especially as we age that becomes um, it can be unnerving it, it not only hollow but if that is the sense that we're creating of our own self-worth and then we understand that that naturally begins to diminish as we age then we sort of get this panicky feeling of losing our footing or losing our sense of self and self-worth. So, And at the same time, we don't want to be in this place where we don't understand that the great joy of being alive in the human experience is, is to share that experience. And, and, and to the degree that you share your experience with intimate relationships is, is of course, your choice. Not everybody wants to get married and have children. 
Um, but there is even in friendships and even in relationships with the non-human creatures, there's great intimacy, great intimacy and, and, and sharing the experience of our life. Um, that's the energy of the second chakra. So sharing it, but also understanding that that primary relationship is always with our inner being, with our soul, with ourself. And then the pancreas is actually an endocrine gland regulating the release of insulin and um, which you know, regulates our ability to, to get energy quickly. To, to take in sugar and handle the sugar in the bloodstream. And this is very much a root, root chakra um, energy just to be able to survive and, and move the fire through the body and move the, the, the limbs and move physically through the world. So um, when we are a little bit too dense and um, food focused. This is often when we have something um, in the realm of diabetes and that imbalance of, of insulin and um, inability to regulate the blood sugar. Um, so root chakra and uh, the pancreas are very related. So just a brief overview to um, make you aware, and perhaps you already were, but it, it, when I first learned about this, it was just fascinating and, and really made me understand that, that beautiful layering of the physical and non-physical of, of spirit and science and how they really are just different perspectives of the, the same thing, this multi-layered, multi-dimensional experience that we're all part of. So thank you for listening, and I hope this was helpful.